Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Here's the deal. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, and if either team scores, which they will, you get $100 in free plays. New customers only. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Check it out. Check it out now. All right. So this well, be- check it out after you listen to the podcast. Well, I mean, yes. or multitask. You should multitask at the go. same time. Uh-huh. Okay, couple. If things, you're a new customer, a couple things that I want to do. First of all, this is coming a little bit on the heels of uh, Dave uh, Dave Hickey coming on the uh, AZ Wildcats podcast yesterday, and it's no it's no uh, secret that I'm a. I, I think Dave's a good dude. I really do. He's always been nice to me. Dave is the guy that if you're walking down the street and he sees you and you don't see him, mm-hmm. he will come over and say, "Mike, what's going on?" And, you know, when you're in an import, a position of importance, that's a lot of times you don't see a lot of people that'll do that. That, to me, is the testament that I could give Dave. But you know what I'm fascinated by right here? And I see this a little bit on social... Actually, I see this a lot on social media, and I put this out there as a, uh, as a test to see. I'm always fascinated in the media circles, and you can definitely talk to this in an, in an overarching because you've been around this so long. By the way, before we continue, hi, Mike Luke. John Schuster. John Schuster. Hanging out today. Oh, I, well, didn't I say I was joined? Maybe you did. I don't pay attention oh, to what you say. Anyway, true. hi. It's I nice do, to have you along. I do, I do uh, anyway, media circles. Okay. I'm always fascinated. I didn't want to confuse folks out there. Who's this random voice right. on the draft Oh, uh, they know who John Schuster is and has does Bruno. But my uh, – Bruno's a dog, by the way. Um <laughs> – I'm always fascinated, though, in especially uh, in co- in college circles. There's always a rush to assign blame for everything. Everybody, you know, has loved you know bashing on, and you know, the Sumlin hire didn't work. There's there's no mm-hmm. way around that. But it's always interesting, though, when something does work out, and somebody already has a narrative in their mind. Like with Dave, he, Tommy Lloyd, the early returns are very good. Now. It's early. It's very early. It's way too early to say, but the early returns are very good. The same people, though, that enjoy really bashing on the Kevin Sumlin hire, I think a lot are going to be a lot of the people that will say, oh, well, you know, uh, um, how much did he really have to do with it? You can't have it both ways, Shu. No, I'd agree with that. And why is it, I'm asking you sure. this. Why is the, because you've been in media since, when When did you get into media? Oh, jeez. Uh I, I think they had things like I think they had things called newspapers and things called radio stations and things called things called TV stations yes. uh, when I was I, I think the Telegraph existed and and we actually cut paper with exacto knives and put pieces of papers into lay what they called layouts so a little while not a long time, a, long time. <laughs> a little while yeah. all right but why what is the fascination is and is this just more of a reflection on society that it's a lot it's a lot more enjoyable to cast blame sure. than to give praise sure. is but it that but, simple but but let, let, let me ask, yes but let me ask you this mm-hmm. who in the media is doing this or is it just people on message boards who are doing this oh, are, are there any are, are there any particular entities in what we would consider traditional media even even people who run websites you know, who may be untraditional media, but are kind of managers, curators of those forums. Are they the ones who are not consistent in their narrative, or is it just commenter? Yeah. Is it fan commenters yeah. who seem to be, you know, I, you know what I think it is carrying I, the balance. A I think bit. That, I think that there was this narrative that was pushed by some people for so long, um, and. Um, He's technically a competitor, although he's a good friend of mine, so you could probably figure out who it is, and he and I have had this conversation a lot. So um, that, um, that you know, well, uh, 
They don't know what they're doing over there. Now, when Tommy Lloyd was hired, you said immediately, and this is John, John, I almost said John Gonzaga. John, <laughs> John Gonzaga. John, Sh- go with that. yeah, yeah John Gonzaga is a great I'm, I'm name. starting that. John, John <laughs> Schuster messaged me though, when he heard the Tommy Lloyd hire and who he was and Schuster says, and keep in mind the Tommy Lloyd, Lloyd hire initially was met with a lot of, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You said from day one, he said, oh, I think that's a great hire. I think that's a great hire. And there's not a lot of people out there that thought that was a great hire. What did you What did you see? What did you think about it? Because so far, so good. I mean, this has been some fun stuff to watch. Well, one of the I'm things, allowing you to pat yourself you. on the I back. Appreciate, right I appreciate there. the back pat. Yes. All, all, all literally, I just you did. You, you really did. Right. You really did. And and the sound was yes, very good. Yes. We created a little yes. theater of the mind there. Symmetry very, at its finest. You know, we, it certainly is. Uh, I think I looked at Gonzaga maybe a little bit differently, maybe a little bit more positively than other folks did. And <laughs> I e me and, and and well yes yes yes. Uh, yes. you know anyway the the gist of the, the gist of it was, I I believe Gonzaga to be a top five college basketball program. Mm-hmm. Fair assessment? Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. Fair assessment. So so really, if you view Gonzaga in that vein, then hiring Tommy Lloyd is no different than hiring the top assistant at Kansas, the top assistant at Duke, the top assistant at North Carolina, the top assistant at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Any of those. Right. It's exactly the same. Right. So if Arizona would have been excited about hiring the top assistant at Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, then why wouldn't they be excited about hiring the top assistant at a top five program? Yeah. Which is Gonzaga. All it is is a name change. Right. So, So if you looked at what Gonzaga has accomplished, if you looked at... Uh, what their style of play was, which a lot of people are going to have a hard time complaining aesthetically about the style of play at Gonzaga. Those are two Man, things. I just wish they were faster. <laughs> just right. Those are those are two things that you know are going to. You, if you just look at that aspect of it, you can come to the conclusion that maybe this guy knows what he's doing. Right. And there's a stability factor that I liked there as well. This guy was an assistant for 20 years and turned down a hell of a lot of jobs in the process. You know what else I like about it, too? What I love about it? Do you? Yeah. Is that, and maybe this is just, maybe this is just me. I don't know. When anybody that has a front row seat to see the heyday of the Lute Olsen era, I think really understands what this program can be. Now, and you're going to say, well, Mike, uh... Sean Miller, you know, had him number one. It was just a lot different. The thing with Lute is that it's a couple different things. First and foremost, it didn't feel like you were kind of operating in the gray area. It mm-hmm. just kind of felt yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But second, and when Air, when you came in to Arizona, it, you knew a couple things. This was going to be a fun game to watch, no matter who who right. won. Right. And generally, the team with the better players was going to win. I'm not saying that didn't happen with Miller, but there was an intimidation factor about getting embarrassed when you came to McHale. With with Miller, you might lose the game 61 to 47, but with Lute in that same situation, you might be losing that same game by 35 to 40. There was points. almost and an, this this is oh. going to be an uneven comparison. Yeah, You're right point. about Olsen and McHale was almost iconic. Yeah, uh, there was a there, there was an intimid there was a silent intimidation factor that went into teams coming into McHale. Kind of thinking we're not going to win that game. Mm-hmm. 
Most of the time they felt the same way-ish under the Miller era, but Miller was, I don't want to say it was the same as Colorado or a road right. game at Utah, right. but it, it was it was oddly closer to that. You're probably right. going to lose the game at McHale, right. but it was... It, it wasn't a total guarantee given because maybe you'd like your way into 63-61. Right. And, and I think a there lot was of, more of a chance of sticking around. Sticking around. And that and I think that's the difference between the between the two. Again, I think Sean Miller was critically important to the ultimate long-term success of Arizona basketball. Ex- you know what? Let's uh, let me get my DraftKings okay. read in right there, okay. and then I want you to explain that because I think you're spot on right here. First and foremost, this was about as smooth a transition as you'll ever get. Man, right it was there. incredible. Draft I'm King, in awe. DraftKings Sportsbook app. It, what are you doing? If you're not on, if you've been listening to us, what are you doing? I mean, it's really that simple. John Schuster's I've made on four it. bets since you just started this read. Uh, yes, it, and you don't want to know why? Because it's easy to navigate, and that's what we like with stuff like this. All right, here's the deal. You throw down $1 on an NFL game, and... If either team scores, you get 100 bucks. Hey, Mike, some team's going to score. Yeah, no duh. Get on DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get that free money right there. And as always, 21 and up, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Beautiful. Boom. Boom. Okay. I'm okay. sure. Explain to how he was critically important, even though we don't like him. There are, <laughs> there are certain. Both are true. Yes, and both are true. Uh, I think programs to be successful long term need two coaches to show that they can be mm-hmm. successful long term. Generally speaking, I agree with that. Uh, Lute Olson is coach number. Let let let's use the Arizona and UNLV model. Mm-hmm. Okay, UNLV is a Jerry Tarkanian school. They have yet to have somebody else who Georgetown is the same thing. Georgetown is the same thing with John Thompson. Exactly. Uh, St. John's is the same thing with Louis Carno, uh, with Carnesecca. Uh, Louis Mil- Carnesecca. Yeah, I'm not sure that's right. I, I, I think that's right. You and you generally hate <laughs> the informal. I do. Well, well, I wasn't informal. I gave his last name. True. Yeah, but but I also gave first so name. I, maybe, maybe that was it. So if we say Matty Muleball, you can say whatever you want. Okay. You can absolutely say whatever you want, and, and when it comes to this program, yep. we're almost certainly going to do that. Anyway. Uh, just for fun and kookiness and the rest of it. Anyway, Sean Miller showed that you can win at Arizona. Okay, and he won in a in a part at a high level at the university at the U of A. Just didn't get into the final four. Final four, but they were they were a top ten program while he was here. That's right. They were they were good team. I I think at the end it was probably a top twenty program, but nevertheless that's good enough to have somebody come in, see the potential, see that more than one coach can win here, and that makes it an attractive job. Mm -hmm. Arizona men's basketball is an attractive job. Tommy Lloyd sees the attraction, and I think there are reasons to believe that he has. Every opportunity to be extraordinarily successful. They were a number one seed three times. Mm-hmm. That uh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's and, and that's it. So now Lloyd looks plays almost coincidentally enough to me. He plays kind of like early '90s Tarkanian mm-hmm. with a mix of Olson. It's it is so bizarre and in a good way when you're watching the game and you're like, oh gosh, they're pressing. Yeah. Or they're trapping. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like, trapping. I, the first game, like. I had uh, I had a couple people message me and say, "Oh my gosh, they're trapping!" And then by like the fourth game, I said, "This is going to keep happening. This you don't need to keep, keep messaging me." Right. This. And yes. the thing, and 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 the, what one of the things I've really been impressed with in the early stages. And again, we're gonna this next month is really interesting because the schedule, assuming that every team they 
don't play has some sort of COVID issue. Right. Who knows if Arizona's going to play another game for another five weeks, right. it seems. I don't, I don't right. even know. Um, and, and, and I think the landscape of college basketball and sports in general is going to be really squirrely for the next six weeks. That's another topic for another time. Um, but Arizona's schedule gets pretty interesting, and we're gonna, we have an opportunity to see how they respond to different styles, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you want at this time of the year before you head into conference play, where teams start to figure you out a little bit. But um, one of the things that I've really been impressed with in the early stages is how well the team has adapted to what it is that Lloyd and the coaching staff wants them to do. Mm-hmm. They don't look like, let's use, since, since, since we like to use comparisons, let's use one of your favorite, and again, understandably favorite comparison models, Dana Altman at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon, every December looks like a complete mess. Just like they do now. Just like they do now. Mm-hmm. And then you constantly get into this, the temptation of, wow, Oregon's just really underachieving this, is, this, this isn't year. Their this season. isn't their season. Yeah. And then by mid-February... They're a three seed. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Even if they're a 12 seed in an eight-team tournament right. somehow, right. they're going to win the... They're, they're, Which they're, is a they're heck of a mathematical really equation. They're going to play eight play-in games, yes. somehow get in, run through the and tournament... And then they're in the Elite Eight. And then they're in the Elite Eight. Yes. Exactly. So, but that hasn't happened at Arizona. Right. This team has adapted so quickly to what the coaching staff wants to do, and that's been part of the um, impressive aspect. Rarely have we looked at an Arizona team under Lloyd appear confused. Where are you supposed to be on the floor? How are you supposed to play something defensively? And that's, yeah, I think as a fan, you have to feel really good about that transition very quickly. Are there a lot of roadblocks still to come? Yeah, I'm really interested to see when Arizona plays a guard-heavy team that can control tempo, how well they do. I'm really interested to see how well they do when there's a physical team on the inside who can push them around a little bit and and, and balance things. There are a lot of I'm really interested to seize mm-hmm. with Arizona basketball this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of the fun. But so far, they've done an excellent job understanding what it is that Lloyd and the coaching staff wants to get across to them, which suggests to me that Lloyd's approach and the coaching staff's approach his ability to communicate is very successful, and that gives, as a fan, I think you have to feel really good about where that ultimately puts your program, not just this year, but in the years ahead. Yes, okay. There's one thing, though, that you don't have to project out, and that's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's here. It's here to stay. Again, throw down $1 on any game, any NFL game, and if either team scores, you get $100. John Schuster, you talked about how you got four plays in during this 15-minute segment. That's how simple everything is at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's, it's, I'm not lying, am I? No, you're not. Right. I've got, you know, like everybody else with a relatively modern cell phone. Oh, sure. I used to do cut-and-paste newspaper stuff, but even I have a modern cell phone that has biometric things. So I can put either my eyes or my thumbprint or my fingerprint or whatever it is, and it opens and up it the works. damn drawer, and it works. Yes. Even, for, even for a Luddite like me, mm-hmm. DraftKings works. And if it works for me, it can work for you. Like Mike said, remember all the terms and conditions and the rest of it. And, you know, it's a new customer promotion. But it's a pretty damn cool promotion. So And also like check it, out GoPHNX. Also the, uh, subscribe to the AZ Wildcats podcast. A lot of good stuff. We're going to be back with you here shortly. And John Schuster, even though I prefer talking trash to him, is going to get another pat on the back. And you'll hear this one as well. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.